when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, and strong language. Basically, all the good stuff. Merry Christmas, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of Unadrite right Porno. I'm Jamie. I'm here with James and Alice. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Can you take those antlers off? Yeah, sorry, they're really annoying. Yes. They've got bells on them. They do. That's the end of that. <laughs> Merry Christmas, guys. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. How's it going? It's nice to be back around the table with you both. Nothing feels festive like your father's erotic fantasies, so. Yeah. Is this, about it. is this what Christmas Day is like then? You're, you guys are sat around just discussing... It is now, yeah. Chatty clits and... All we talk about. <laughs> it was the night before Christmas and Rocky opened his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. I'm not really feeling very Christmassy. Oh, why? I don't know, like, I feel like... Have you seen that Sainsbury's ad this year where he's, like, rushing around and there's a queue for the queue and things like that? Oh, yeah. Another year older. Da, 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 exactly. Da. I haven't seen it. Well, as you know, I've just got a TV, so yeah, I'll have all of this to come. Uh, are you guys feeling Christmassy? Yeah. I am like all in at Christmas. Like we put up our tree, the whole work. So I'm listening to Christmas music all the time. Yeah. Stuff like, like Sinatra sounds really yes, good this time of year, yeah, doesn't it? exactly. I'm going to a nativity in a couple of weeks. Are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't been to a nativity in years. Me neither. And I thought that's because I did a panto last year and hated it. Because I'm trying to like relive my youth a bit. So I thought this year, let's go to a nativity. It does make you really nostalgic, doesn't it? Actually. Yeah. Oh, I know. Who were you guys in the nativity? Come on. Oh, I was Jesus once as a baby. <laughs> How old were you? A baby. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I was seven years old. <laughs> I was clinging to that lead role. No, yeah, I was as a real baby. I played Jesus. What were you, James? Uh, I was Joseph. Oh, of um, course he was. Oh. So smug being Joseph. So gay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, immaculate conception. Exactly, and all that. yeah. Well, exactly, it all makes sense now. And also, his hair was always absolutely perfect. On fleek. His hair was on fleek. <laughs> Honestly, and it was really hot in, where was it? Nazareth. Nazareth. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I played Joseph, and I remember my line she tells me that she's pregnant, and obviously I'm surprised because I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> not possible (laughs) so wait in your version were you just like a great gal pal to Mary yeah yeah. we'd like go on a gay night out and so she tells me she's pregnant and then I have to obviously have to react and be surprised and I just I like literally stepped back and leaned back and went oh that's great Mary 
but we have to go to Bethlehem. And the um, the teacher was like, James, it's a little bit hammy. It's a little bit too much. <laughs> so I kept trying to tone it down, but I couldn't, I mean, it's the performer in me. I couldn't help it. I'm just imagining you. That gas would have been like, oh. <gasps> oh no, she did it. You did what? You did what, girl? <laughs> gas queen. <laughs> obviously, Joseph wasn't gay. We're totally joking. Yeah, obviously. But like, Metro. He was the David Walliams of the Bible. Yeah, he must have got it all the time where yeah. he's like, no, guys, I know, but I'm not. I'm just not. <laughs> I just wear dresses in my free time. But it's fine. <laughs> it was the shepherd's robes, honestly. It's a really jazzy print. <laughs> it's my carpenter's overalls, you guys. It needed a cinching belt. It was too big. <laughs> They were all at it. The wise men had pinafores. They did, didn't they? Angel Gabriel. Oh, yeah, a lot of glitter. Head to foot. Oh, yeah, it was a lovely maxi dress, wasn't it, yeah. for Angel Gabriel? It's quite a camp story, isn't it, in general? <laughs> what did you play, Al? Well, we sometimes had alternative nativities. Oh, God, of course you did. So I remember my brother was a Norwegian fisherman. <laughs> I was, was going to say, do you have, like, in Love Actually, when there's a lobster? <laughs> Probably, yeah. All of the crustaceans from the Under the Sea Orchestra were there. Um, I was... Oh, this won't surprise you. Hang on, can we guess? Okay. If she was a butcher in Oliver, she was probably <laughs> yeah. like... Were you like a sheep? <laughs> a bull. <laughs> um, Some wretched animal that's being dragged out of the manger <laughs> to make room for the baby. All right. <laughs> a plump sheep ready for the slaughter. I bet she was a freaking innkeeper who had no room. You so were. Do you know what? My friend at work, she was the PA to the innkeeper. <laughs> That's not in the story. Assistant to the innkeeper. Literally like, I've checked and there's no yeah. room, my darling. She's not, on like bookings.com. Not even a twin. <laughs> Computer says no. <laughs> what about a shared bathroom? But they said no. They just weren't happy. Um, I was narrator. Oh, of course you were. Thing is, she did, She wouldn't have even had to learn lines. I bet she just held the book in her hands and just had to read. Clipboard. Or just made Clipboard. it I love a clipboard. <laughs> Do you remember James, these? stop spoiling Christmas Day. Do you remember on like Saturday? Mo- <laughs> Do you remember like Saturday morning children's TV shows? They used to like just do it all with clipboards. Oh my god, they did, didn't they? So I used to like walk around sometimes in my house with a, a clipboard. It doesn't surprise me. Okay. Um, are we here for a reason? <laughs> We're here because there is a Christmas chapter of Belinda Blink. Believe it or not, I, I can't believe that there is. Like a gift from on high. <laughs> yeah, because Dad just was writing stuff so randomly and was getting inspired by different times of the year, probably the seasons. Inspired, what sends, a strong word. <laughs> and he sends me so much shit that I just can't get through it all, but I did spy this about a year or so ago. I love how much stuff he sends you. He also now sends me and James a lot of stuff. That email the other day, brilliant. It, when- it was just a string of like expletives, wasn't it? <laughs> and I wasn't really sure why. I think it was aimed at you. <laughs> Whatever it was, it was definitely your fault. But no, yeah, so he wrote this Christmas episode, God knows when. I'm assuming that it's kind of part of the story in some way, but maybe it's something that he actually edited out of the book himself? I don't that know. concerns what? me if this hasn't made the cut because <laughs> yeah. we've heard what has made the cut. Although, think about the timeline because we've only actually known Belinda for a month and it could be like midsummer, so it's just not... Oh, that's true, yeah. We just haven't got to Christmas yet. It's going to be book freaking 12 before we get to Christmas. <laughs> so in theory, this is something that Rocky has discarded because he doesn't feel like the quality is high enough. Potentially, which wow. makes me really excited to read it. <laughs> It has got to be gold for that reason alone. (laughs) Oh my gosh. What's it called? It is called (laughs) Steel's Pots and Pans Xmas Party. Oh my. Semicolon. (laughs) Couldn't even write Christmas. (laughs) Someone's going to photocopy their arse, aren't they? Oh, for sure. Oh God. I mean, I would be pleased with arse. It'll be something (laughs) so much worse. 
Belinda's going to be lying face down <laughs> on the sofa, can't we? Are we ready? I don't know. This could make or break Christmas, really. Well, it's going to make mine. <laughs> I'm gonna, I think I'll start feeling Christmas after this, after hearing about Jim's baubles or something. <laughs> <laughs> Not technically a Steel's Pots and Pans employee, but I like it. <laughs> so the Steel's Christmas party. Yeah. What do you think the dress code is? Oh, naked. I mean, <laughs> the, oh, clothes optional. Dress code, the pits. <laughs> Come as you are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Belinda blinked. The Steel's Pots and Pans Xmas party. It was sleeting outside, and the temperatures were dropping. Temperatures? (laughs) (laughs) Because it was boiling hot, and then once the sleet started, the temperature plummeted. But which temperatures? The inside and out temperatures? Belinda shivered in her business class Mercedes, dressed only in her posh horse riding gear. Oh, finally! Oh my God, she's bought that £5,000 worth of kit. For the Christmas party. <laughs> At least she's wearing it. Finally getting use. It doesn't say party though, does it? I feel like you want like a sequin dress or something, not like yeah, full jodhpur look. It's an odd look. I love how in the chapter title uh, he's put Xmas. Mm. Don't you just put that in a text? Like when you're actually writing a novel, you don't abbreviate Christmas to Xmas. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have time. He he's doesn't. a busy man. <laughs> Xmas. With only two days left before her lazy 10-day holiday in Brazil... Lazy. <laughs> Lazy P Ranch all over again. Brazil, she can get some work done. I went to Brazil uh, for New Year once. She's oh. going to have a great time. You just watch loads of DVDs. Yeah, didn't it rain non-stop? <laughs> yeah. it, it did. We were flooded on an island for eight days and the power went off. And didn't you get diarrhoea? Yes, thank you. <laughs> oh, God. It's really romantic. It sounds like the worst holiday ever, actually. Now I remember you retelling it. <laughs> no, but on New Year's Eve, Copacabana Beach, fireworks in the sea... Oh, wow, that's cool. It was fabulous. Two million people. With only two days left before her lazy 10-day holiday in Brazil, she thought longingly of all that sun, sea, sand and sex. I knew it. She's not going to go on holiday and not shag, is she? It's a prime opportunity. It's like when people go on holiday and go straight on Tinder because they're like, new pool of people. Plus Brazilians. Jesus. Are they all real nice? Really hot. If you go to the beach every day, you have to look good. (gasps) They all wear thongs, I was yeah, about to say. Do. On the beach, yeah. they wear those, like, high-cut... Yeah, yeah. And there's different parts of the beach for different categories of people. So it's almost like a pick-a-mix. Is there? Yeah, there's, like, a gay bit of the beach. There's, I think there's, a, like, a family bit. Oh, cool. Bit what if you're like... a gay family? Yeah. <laughs> then you can straddle both. Uh... <laughs> Don't say straddle. <laughs> the beach is your oyster. <laughs> so, wait, if you're a pale introvert that enjoys staying in rather than going out, where do you go? <laughs> The sea. I actually found a used needle on Ipanema Beach. That's oh. kind of my. Um, that was the drug section. <laughs> yeah, the what, a, what a dark turn. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> Didn't you get chased by a dog in the sea in Brazil? <laughs> I did. Yeah, that was, Brazil sounds awful. That was a demon dog. It honestly had it in for me. I had to be saved by a by a local schoolboy. <laughs> who, who jumped in the sea and wrestled the dog to the bottom? It was honestly horrible. Of the seabed. Yeah. Honestly, apparently the dog was just playing and wanted to like have fun with me, but I was like, no, 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 no. And I was like trying to... I was, There's a great I was, picture of him like trying to kick it? it away. No. <laughs> <laughs> like it followed me in the sea and it was like swimming towards me and I was like, oh, and it was huge, this dog. And I was like really scared. And so I was like swimming backwards and like splashing it. <laughs> and, and 
I could like feel it's like it's claws like starting to scratch my body probably just being <gasps> nice and I was like screaming and like trying to go back it was horrible then this little this lo- lo- local boy ran in the sea and like grabbed it and like <laughs> kind of wrestled it un- under the water and I was out of there I went straight to like How have I land. never heard about this so this was a near death experience yeah wait were you in the dog section because as James said if you will stray out of your zone <laughs> I'm clearly I didn't know about the rules sorry so Belinda's going to have a great time. It's not going to be sun, sea, sex and... What was it? Sun, sea, sand and sex. More like dogs. <laughs> Hypodermic needles. <laughs> Diarrhea. <laughs> and, and DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy Belinda. We're going to get an email from the Brazilian tourist board like, please never speak about our country again. Out of the corner of her eye, she saw... Des Martin and Patrick O'Hamlin, two of her regional sales managers, running across the car park. Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) Away from the building, probably. (laughs) What's happened? Oh, God. Des momentarily slipped, lost his footing, (laughs) and tumbled into a large puddle of dirty, icy water. Oh, they're just running from the sleet. They're just trying to get inside from the sleet. He slowly got up, shook himself like a dog, And limped to the entrance. He was just wanting to play. (laughs) (laughs) Belinda shook her head in disbelief. Somehow Des always managed to end up in a pickle. (laughs) Stop pickle. (laughs) And also Des is one of the saddest characters in literature. Really quiet. There's a lot of pathos with Des. (laughs) Hang on, is she comparing Des tripping in a puddle to him divorcing his wife? (laughs) Always a pickle. (laughs) (laughs) He wrote off that bloody car. Always a pickle. (laughs) Oh yes, the car as well. Fucking Des Martin. Belinda shouted, Come on, Des, let's get those wet clothes off you. What a state. Belinda pulled him into the nearby stationery cupboard and stripped him. (laughs) Hang on, I thought you were in the car. (laughs) Where are they? Oh, God, it's awful already. Oh, no. How big is that stationery cupboard? Don't call it a stationary cupboard. Well, she's in her business class Mercedes, whatever that is. I didn't even pick up on it. A business class Mercedes. <laughs> yeah. So I think she's now in the building. Yeah. Belinda pulled him into the nearby stationary cupboard and stripped him. Des started to shiver as he held his frozen cock in his hand. Oh, frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like a block of ice? It's the only time it'll be hard. Des is such a wet willy. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Des. Oh, Des, don't let little Jimmy shrivel away. Little Jimmy? <laughs> Why is she called it Jimmy? Little Jimmy, do you think it's a, a tribute to Jim Sterling? I mean, what a tribute. It's it's frozen. That means it's probably like shriveled up back in... Well, I suppose it is fitting then, isn't it? Yeah, it's shriveled up back inside. Belinda's mind raced back to her experience with the yank, Jim Sterling. But she also knew Des did not have Jim's money for a major revamp. Belinda had to do something, and quick. What? what? To the peen? Is she going to do that thing where you breathe on your hands to heat them up? Or will she just go oh, like... Oh, yeah, maybe. And just breathe on it and pour it out. <laughs> Lovely condensation <laughs> cock. Nice. She put her warm hands over the frozen stub. Stub. What is... No, it's not frozen. It's just chilly. <laughs> yeah. Des groaned, feeling the fresh warmth invading his private member. Private members club. <laughs> God. It wasn't every Christmas your boss gave you a Christmassy massage in the place where it really mattered. Stationary cupboard. How is it a Christmassy massage? 
Is she like? <laughs> <laughs> she did it with some like cranberry sauce while she's doing it. It wasn't every Christmas your boss gave you a Christmassy massage in the place where it really mattered. It should never be a Christmas where your boss wanks you off in a stationary cupboard. <laughs> not appropriate. She's not wanking him off. She's just warming up his penis. You have to warm someone's penis, surely. Your Honour. <laughs> I was just warming his penis. <laughs> Within seconds, the now docile Des Martin. Docile. <laughs> Poor Des. Docile is not a fucking drug tiger in Thailand. <laughs> Why has that lulled him into, like, a sedated state? (laughs) Surely it should have the opposite effect. Yeah, he should be very alert. Within seconds, the now docile Des Martin started to fondle Belinda's tightly jodpered ass. (laughs) (laughs) Tightly jodpered. Not a phrase. (laughs) Belinda pulled off her black cravat and delicately wrapped it around Des's penis. What? That's the best I can do for now, Des. I'll be back in a minute. (laughs) So he doesn't even get the pleasure. Leave that on there for a few minutes. I'll be back soon. What's she going to leave him in the cupboard like, with the cravat round his dick? Yeah, it's, it's like the school nurse, isn't it? Just stay there. Hold it above your head. <laughs> Belinda went down to the janitor's cupboard and grabbed... Why are there so many cupboards? <laughs> Belinda went down to the janitor's cupboard. <laughs> Go to the party! <laughs> We're not even out of the fucking car park by the sounds of it. She's not even out of a Mercedes yet. Warren of cupboards. Belinda went down to the janitor's cupboard. (laughs) Janitor as well. Do you mean caretaker? Rocky's done it again. Like you could literally end the chapter here. (laughs) Just being in a series of cupboards. Belinda went down to the janitor's cupboard and grabbed a set of dark blue work overalls. (laughs) They weren't in the best of condition and a tad grimy. But Des couldn't turn up at the party naked. Well, not from the start, anyway. Wait a sec, surely he wasn't naked to begin with? But I guess all of his clothes are wet. How big was the puddle? Is it like that one in the Vicar Dibley where she steps in and she just plummets? Is it the one that goes right up to his middle in the nursery rhyme? <laughs> yeah. Dr Gloucester. Dr Foster. He went to Gloucester. That was it, yeah. Belinda strode across reception to Des's cupboard. <laughs> Sake. And now it's called Dezza's Cut. It's where he lives now. It's where his wife threw him out to live. Oh, don't. He probably does. <laughs> so is Dezza's Cupboard different from the stationery cupboard? No, I think that is now the stationery cupboard. It's right. what people know it as colloquially. Right. <laughs> Belinda strode across reception to Dezza's Cupboard and threw them inside. See you in my office in five, Des. I'll have a nice warm mulled wine waiting for you. Why is she going to warm mulled wine? Probably in the mulled wine <laughs> cupboard, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the hob cupboard. Des gulped and said, I'm feeling much better already, boss, but perhaps a little bit of mouth resuscitation would do me the power of good. Good try. Belinda laughed and thought, no, Des Martin. <laughs> I like my ice cubes in my drink, not my throat. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> Belinda slammed the door shut and followed Patrick O'Hanlon up the stairs. This is the first time Belinda's turned down a blowjob or any sexual advance. Yeah. Also, why did he say it in that like horrible, <laughs> convoluted, really manner? roundabout way? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Just say something me off, boss. Yeah, you, don't say bo- <laughs> There's no need for boss. boss. The formality is really redundant. Suck me off, governor. <laughs> <laughs> what, right, boss? Belinda slammed the door shut and followed Patrick O'Hanlon up the stairs. Good, she thought. At least those two weren't late. But God knows where the other two were. 
It was only the Xmas party, but it was still in... <laughs> Xmas! <laughs> Capital X. It was only the Xmas party, but it was still important for the sales team to make an appearance. Yeah, of course, but you don't really keep check on when people are turning up to the Christmas party. It's quite like free and <laughs> yeah, easy, exactly. surely. Maybe they're stuck at Heathrow again. Oh, maybe. Can't get a taxi. It's a bloody pain. It was only the Xmas party, but it was still important for the sales team to make an appearance. They were the extroverts, but that's why they were in sales. What? <laughs> Another bit of rocky wisdom there of business and leadership. <laughs> Belinda thought of Bella and Giselle and hoped they hadn't chickened out of what she'd asked them to wear, oh. making the party that little bit more exotic. Well, she's gone for the equestrian look. Yeah. Obviously, Bella could do also because she bought the full £1,000 look, the cut price Belinda yeah. as they... Won't look as. as good as Belinda, though, because obviously a budget version. The fabrics won't be as nice. The cut won't be as... Mm. Yeah. The mole hair. The mole hair. At least Giselle can wear a Santa hat to cover a bald head. <laughs> oh, she's got like a cool angular cut now, doesn't she? Very modern, I think. Oh, she's got a little yeah. gamine crop. <laughs> yeah. It's like Mia Farrow. Very modern, very modern. It's a good reference for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are they going to rock up in? Yeah, oh what do you reckon? I'm going to say... Hawaiian skirts? I bet one of them's going to have to wear a, like a sexy Santa outfit or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good, no imagination, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but what does exotic mean? Because I feel like Belinda doesn't even think sexy is exotic. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought. Maybe like a grass skirt and like a wreath of <laughs> that's flowers. very literal you know? interpretation. <laughs> Coconut bra. Yeah, that's kind of sexy. Sure. Huh? Up in her office, Belinda sat back in her black leather swivel chair with its delightful chrome rollers. Drink. Why, do, why does she give a shit about the rollers? <laughs> You're right over there. <laughs> chrome rollers. <laughs> Delightful chrome rollers. That's stupid. Lifted her long black riding boots onto the desk and waited for the guys to join her. Where's the party at? Yeah, what? which cupboard's that in? <laughs> B5. Is there not a room where, like, a large room where they're having the party? Well, James, it's funny you should say that because the party was due to start at five. So she had time for a bit of business talk before the entertainment started. 5pm party? Does it finish at like 7? (laughs) Or 2am and everyone's completely battered. I was going to say, office parties generally start in the middle of the afternoon, don't they? The party was due to start at 5, so she had time for a bit of business talk before the entertainment started. It would be up to the regional sales managers to start the proceedings, as in her mind, they were the most experienced at debauchery. It's 5pm. Yeah, exactly. She couldn't see Jim Thompson, or heaven forbid, Bill, setting the pace, though hopefully they'd get involved as the alcohol took over. Is that the only other mention of Bill? And Jim Thompson, he... Oh yeah, Jim Thompson's like the really forgotten character, mainly by us. I literally had entirely forgotten who Jim Thompson was. Wasn't that the name of the penis? Yeah, wasn't the penis (laughs) called Jim Thompson? Jim Thompson's the Mr Fixit of the organisation. Oh, you're right. Check out my knowledge. Yeah, you're just rocky in another body. But what's he fixed? He's never around when something goes wrong. Is he the janitor? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, maybe. It's like his cupboard. Those greasy overalls. Ken Dewsbury stuck his head around the door. Evening, boss. Here's your Christmas card. (laughs) Oh, Ken, you... You sap. <laughs> Who does Christmas cards Such anymore? Just suck up as well, giving the boss a Christmas so card. So gross. Ken shoved a grubby white envelope onto <laughs> Belinda's desk <laughs> and hung up his Parker. Parker, because Northern. <laughs> it's Golden North. What's Northern? Oasis and Parkers. Okay, great. <laughs> he sat down heavily on a nearby chair, and Belinda thought. 
He looks as knackered as I feel. <laughs> <laughs> She's so catty. Knackered? Were you ever not allowed to say knackered when you were a kid? Yeah, my mum used to say that we couldn't say knackered. Because it means like sexually exhausted. It's quite rude. Is it? Oh, is that what it means? Yeah. I just thought it meant tired. Yeah, it used to be kind of a swear word. Mm. What? And I, and I never knew why, but that would make sense. Yeah. What, like, it means shagged out? Yeah, I'd be like, oh, mum, I'm knackered. And she'd be like, don't use that word. <laughs> and you're like, no, mum, I really am knackered. <laughs> They're really, like, all night long. Honestly, I'm shagged. <laughs> oh, man. Thanks, Ken. That's very nice of you. Belinda replied, whilst gently sliding the small envelope into a side drawer. <laughs> she ain't opening that. She didn't even fucking open it. Doesn't give a shit. She's like, lovely. <laughs> Put it with the others. Ooh, just shreds it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think she wasn't even looking at it. She just like slid it into a drawer. The drawer's already open, waiting to receive it. Such a kind gesture. <laughs> <laughs> Literally directly out the window. Just yeah. Thanks, Ken. That's very nice of you. <laughs> Least I could do. What with all that lovely bonus money starting to roll in. My best Christmas ever. Glad to hear it, Ken. Ken laughed. Why? <laughs> <Don't know. laughs> As the sound of Irish and West Country voices invaded the office. Well, one of each. <laughs> invaded as well. <laughs> they were invited. In walked the other two regional sales managers, Patrick O'Hamlin and Dave Wilcox. Yay. Nice to see you guys. Yeah. Merry Christmas. I'm over the moon. It suddenly felt like Xmas. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Would you stop? It's beginning to look a lot <laughs> like, like Xmas. <laughs> really? Her surrounded by a fucking regional sales manager just makes her feel Christmassy. We're dreaming <laughs> of a wide Xmas. It suddenly felt like Xmas. <laughs> and Belinda got up and started to microwave the mulled wine. <laughs> Oxygen getting to my brain. <laughs> or Rockies. Oh my god. Okay, that is my favourite line, I think, in any of the Belinda Blink books. It suddenly felt like Xmas, and Belinda got up and started to microwave the mould red wine. Oh my god. And I mean, I couldn't even get the words out, but why is there a microwave in her office? Oh, God. So she can scrambled egg, like, between meetings. <laughs> a really quick jacket potato. <laughs> that is cracking. Oh, my God, that has made my Xmas. Oh, God, I can't breathe. Also, mulled red wine, because clearly Rocky's been caught out by mulling. Mulling the Chardonnay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It doesn't taste right, Wilmer. <laughs> he, he did once try to experiment and just boiled a whole <laughs> bottle of Strongbow one year. Mold cider. <laughs> Don't think that's about God, it. God, that must have been like hot piss. <laughs> 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 Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. 
With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How did get 30, 30, get 30, bet get 20, 20, 20, bet get 20, 20, bet get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp Online Therapy. Now, we don't always realise just how much our negative thoughts and experiences stick with us and weigh us down. You might find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mum does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get all of this off your chest. And I'm sorry about what I said last week, James. Um, Whether (laughs) it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. And that's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it. So your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mydad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash my dad. Des Martin shuffled in to much applause, cat whistles and deprecation of his new attire. So what's he in overalls? Belinda shoved the first mug of mulled wine into his pale white hands. That'll be burning hot if it's out of the microwave. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, it will have cooked the cup. <laughs> Des took a gulp of the Christmassy smelling liquid. It tasted divine. And he reluctantly relaxed into the Christmas spirit. Belinda knocked back her second mug of mulled wine whilst Des and Ken gently massaged a buttock each. (laughs) Of each other or of Belinda? Who knows? Also, is she microwaving by the cup? Because that's going to take ages. Cheers, chaps. Well done for an eventful year, she said. Yeah, she's only been there four weeks. (laughs) No, remember the, the time yeah, frame this could is have all been like anywhere. To oh, be right. Yeah, you're right. This is the ghost of Christmas. Who fucking knows? <laughs> Cheers, chaps. Well done on an eventful year, she said as she raised her third mug in homage to the sales team. In seconds, team. but she don't just have a second. <laughs> She's coughing it down. How long have they been in that room? Oh my God. That was a cup in three words. <laughs> Cheers, chaps. Well done for an eventful year, she said as she raised her third mug in homage to her sales team quietly hoping the other two boys would soon get into the festive spirit and start rubbing her tits. So she's got one guy on each cheek. Yeah. And the festive spirit is to have, I guess, two guys (laughs) on the tits as well. Yeah. Just then, Bella and Giselle walked in. Here we go. Starting without us, Belinda, said Giselle. Surely not. Just priming the pump, Giselle. (laughs) What does that mean? Have a drink and make yourselves comfortable. Ding! <laughs> Wine's ready. <laughs> yeah, nothing says like relaxing Christmas party like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. She thinks she cooks a turkey in the microwave as well. She like stuffs it in. Bella and Giselle, dressed in their immaculate horse riding outfits, 
So they're all in riding gear. Yeah, so that must be their exotic outfit then. <laughs> Where's Giselle got hers from? Oh, maybe she went to Forces on her own. Even more cut price than Bella's, potentially. <laughs> yeah. There'll be a sale on at Christmas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course, yeah. They've missed Black Friday. Bella and Giselle, dressed in their immaculate horse riding outfits, laughed and helped themselves to bumper mugs of mulled wine. <laughs> Do you think she's got those big Sports Direct mugs? <laughs> <laughs> Every office has one. <laughs> She's got a shelf full of them. They're fucking huge. They're so unwieldy, aren't they? Two thirsty girls, thought Belinda, and she smiled. Somehow, their presence always made the job so much more fun. Besides, they too both looked stunning. Oh, good. Well, that's nice. The office was now filling up nicely, and it would soon be time for the party to really start. Belinda reached for the phone and rang Jim Thompson down in admin. Hi, Jim. Belinda. Have they arrived yet? (laughs) Who? Yeah. I've just spotted the taxi entering the car park. I'll go down to reception and get them up to you pronto. Super work, Jim, said Belinda, now feeling relieved. That, at least, was the surprise guests taken care of. Celebrity cameo. (laughs) Is it the Crankies? Oh, God. No, they're too busy doing the football game in (laughs) Texas. Yeah, they're doing stadiums. More drinks, everyone. One at a time. She passed around the mulled wine, which Dave Wilcox fielded expertly. He topped everybody up, paying particular attention to Giselle and Bella, who were now getting a little tipsy. They probably came half cut. Yeah, blatantly. Pre-drinkers then. Just then, Jim Thompson arrived with the new arrivals in tow. I'm so excited. Who is it? Oh, is it some crappy Santa? <laughs> oh, Belinda's not going to shag Father Christmas, is she? Oh, God, ruin Xmas no. for everyone. Belinda, Bella, and Giselle cheered with delight. <laughs> as Peter and Christina Rouse <laughs> pushed their way into the office and started to mingle. That's the special guest. Peter freaking Rouse. I mean, I'm excited, but they shouldn't be. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a big client for them now. But why is Bella and Giselle, like, cheering and hollering? Oh, yeah. Have they ever even met him? <laughs> I don't think they've ever met him. They must have heard so much about him. <laughs> Maybe it's just for, like, fresh meat. They're just like, yes, <laughs> you, you're glad. Yes, a man with his wife. Great fresh meat. <laughs> so you think this predates the tombola? Maybe. I mean, who knows? I'm so confused. Oh, I mean, God. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of... More confused than usual, if that's possible. Because <laughs> yeah, we don't even know where it's meant to fit in the narrative. Don't say narrative. I have a question. James. What fucking time does the party start? <laughs> Jesus. Peter kissed Belinda and rubbed her ass fondly. In front of his wife? Yeah. I always felt like they were easy breezy. Yeah, Open, they, they yeah. have a very, like, cool dynamic. In turn, she deeply kissed his large Adam's apple. <laughs> oh. oh, gross. <laughs> What's she like... <laughs> Went under his head. Almost like took the whole apple in her mouth. Like she was bobbing for the Adam's apple. Christina manoeuvred her way to the microwave and made <laughs> No, I've heard a lot about this microwave. Where was it? Christina manoeuvred her way to the microwave. What what made... have you got that on? <laughs> what model is it? Christina manoeuvred her way to the microwave and made a fresh batch of mulled wine. Peter, it does meat and fish. <laughs> we should get one of these. She turned to say hello to Belinda, 
but unfortunately bumped into Ken Dewsbury. Unfortunately for everyone, everyone's <laughs> dodging Ken. Yeah. Steady on, said Ken. Mind the pints, mind the pints. <laughs> What does that even mean? There aren't any pints, it's all my wine. Also, oh God. Well, it is a point if it's in that Sports Direct mug. <laughs> so that just isn't North. <laughs> yeah, he measures everything in pints because he's from the North. Mind the pints. It's a shot, Ken. Mind the pints, mind the pints. <laughs> mind the pints. Mind the pints, mind the pints. <laughs> mind the gap. Everyone laughed and jostled each other. As Christina refilled Belinda's mug. Jostled? Why did they jostle each other? There's chaos in... How many people are in that room? It's in her little office, isn't it? Yeah. So where's the main party? (laughs) Fuck knows. Steady on, said Ken. Man the pants, man the pants. (laughs) Everyone laughed and jostled each other as Christina refilled Belinda's mug and gave her ass a little pat. So kind of you to invite us, Belinda. Peter is so looking forward to it. He's been overworking recently, I'm afraid. Christina smiled and winked. He's looking for... He's there. I'm really looking forward to the trip. I'm, I'm currently on. <laughs> Belinda wondered who the new lucky girl was and reached across and snogged Christina, fully on the mouth as compensation. As compensation! Has your husband got a new lucky girl on the side? Then you could be entitled to compensation. <laughs> Give a kiss. <laughs> Christina reacted instinctively by feeling Belinda's vagina with her free hand. With her free hand? <laughs> Well, one's got a mug in it. Really. <laughs> one's got a pint of wine. One's got a massive pint in a Sports Direct mug. Later, Christina. Later, breathed now slightly drunk Belinda. Yeah, she's had three pints of mulled wine. Of course she's <laughs> But Also, not later. Like, her hand is on her vagina. Yeah, so it's yeah. actually happening right it's now. pretty much there. <laughs> yeah. She's so looking forward to it. It's <laughs> I'm so looking forward to your hand on my vagina. <laughs> Christina undid the top three mother of pearl buttons of Belinda's blouse <laughs> and knocked back a mulled wine. Fucking hell, there's so much mulled wine flying around. It's so, I find it quite acrid. How are they knocking it back? Oh, I think it's quite Moorish. Mm. 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 I actually requested some, but Alice failed to. I said, if you bought it, I'd microwave it. But... <laughs> I actually don't have a microwave. That's why I never have mulled wine. <laughs> when does the party start? <laughs> Is this still preamble? We're still playing how many people can we fit in Belinda's office. Is this the business talk of which she spoke? Belinda was going to enjoy this party. You in the- <laughs> Stop looking forward to things that are happening. <laughs> Belinda was going to enjoy this party in the only way she knew. And the quiet stationery cupboard was going to be her best asset. So the stationery cupboard is like an important character. <laughs> chapter. It's like London and Dickensian literature. Exactly. The sound of disco music reverberated <laughs> through the Steel's Pots and Pans building. It's going to be such a shit disco. It's going to be all those <laughs> crap songs that they play at like a crap wedding. Yeah. yeah. The ones where girls are supposed to put the handbags in the middle and ABBA, like, go like crazy. Fucking yeah. Dancing oh, yeah. Queen. YMCA. Oh, God. Uh, Macarena. Mm. Sister Sledge. Saturday night. <laughs> Saturday night. Saturday night. With a turban towel on her head. Where is she now? <laughs> is it Wickfield? Yeah. And the, the men will have their ties around their head. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, it's going to be crap. It's going to be so basic. The sound of disco music reverberated through the Steel's Pots and Pans building. The Xmas party had officially started. <laughs> oh, thank fuck for that. 5pm <laughs> <5 PM> sharp. <laughs> the boardroom 
which adjoined the canteen area... (laughs) (laughs) Where are the blueprints? ...had been converted to the party venue and was starting to fill up with jiving bodies. (laughs) Jiving? What year is it? So the party's in the boardroom. And the canteen area. (laughs) Oh, God. It was time, Belinda thought, and nodded to Jim. Jim Thompson opened the kitchen doors and out-stalked the Hunts girls. Huh? Who? Hunts girls. (laughs) The famous Hunts girls. The regional sales managers cheered with delight as the four beauties pushed their way onto the dance floor. Would everybody stop pushing and shoving? (laughs) Have some manners? Cajoling. (laughs) Have they been hired or are they invited? I think they've been hired. Yeah, they're about to do an act. Mm. Okay. The Hunts girls. Oh, the Hunts girls. Oh, the Hunts girls. Sorry, (laughs) sorry. The regional sales managers cheered with delight as the four beauties pushed their way onto the dance floor and started to mingle by pushing their ample bosoms everywhere and anywhere. Stop pushing. I will not tell you again. (laughs) Everywhere and anywhere. Everywhere and anywhere. (laughs) One of the Hunt's girls called Doris slapped... Doris Doris Hunt. How old are they? Doris Hunt. (laughs) One of the Hunt's girls called Doris... Using girl loosely, yeah. (laughs) Wheeled her way to the stage. (laughs) One of the Hunts girls called Doris slapped Des Martin lightly on the cheek. Oh, God. He laughed and apologised and asked... <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. Or for getting in her way. Maybe he was disrespecting his elders. <laughs> he laughed and apologised and asked another Hunts girl what her name was. Oh, God. Such a bag load of Hunts girls. Don't be so nosy. <gasps> Where are they from? I've decided that they're going to be Scottish. Oh, okay. okay. I don't even care. <laughs> don't be so nosy. That's the first question you ask someone when you meet them, their first name. Yeah. Nosy, nosy. <laughs> None of your goddamn business. <laughs> <laughs> the Hunts girls are insane. Hello, what's your name? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, lady never tells. <laughs> don't be so nosy. But seeing it's you, sexy, I'm called Joan. And Joan. <laughs> Joan Hunt. Joan and Doris Hunt. Oh, my God. It's a wonder they're still alive. They're 107. They're older than Cedric. <laughs> they're doing songs from the First World War. <laughs> Does anyone know this one? Ba, 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 la, da, da. Chris Glenn Miller on a loop. He's my candy boy. <laughs> Come on, guys. Do the Charleston. Don't be so nosy. But seeing as it's you, sexy, I'm called Joan. <laughs> Oh, God. Des made a mental note. He'd Google her in the morning. What, Joan? (laughs) J-O-A-N, enter. There she is. Five bazillion results. (laughs) Belinda, Bella and Giselle moved to the centre of the floor and the Hunts girls followed. What on earth is going on? Who are the Hunts girls? They all started to slowly strip. That... After all, was what they were good at. Sorry, all of the above. All, all the the Hunts Hunt girls, girls and Bella, Giselle and right. Belinda. Do so we the think the Hunts girls are octogenarian strippers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really cheap for this time of year. They used to, in their heyday, they were the go-to. <laughs> the regional sales managers winked at each other and positioned themselves acting as clothes horses. What, catching the, the, oh, the falling right. garments? Okay, right. yeah, I was very confused. Catching the old lady knickers. <laughs> <laughs> The seven girls working in unison took off their magnificent red jackets and then 
their black cravats. Why is everyone wearing riding yeah, gear? Yeah, well, they're the Hunts girls, so that would make oh, sense. Oh, from the Hunt! Oh. Right. right. So Belinda, Giselle and Bella are dressed like the Hunts girls. So they can do one big strip routine. Yeah. Got you. Got you. And the Hunts girls were at the very first hunt in 1862. <laughs> <laughs> the seven girls working in unison took off their magnificent red jackets and then their black cravats. The RSMs whistled as the tight white blouses revealed a series of magnificent tits with super cleavages. A series of them. (laughs) What a great series of tit. In a coordinated dance movement, the blouses were dispensed with, leaving straining brassiers boinging. (laughs) (laughs) Boinging! (laughs) Eyes goggled around the dance floor. There's loads of female, I imagine straight female members of staff there, who are like... What's in this for me? <laughs> no, everyone that steals pots and pans is a bit of a, a an all-rounder, shall we say. Like, mm. Likes a bit of everything. The Hunts girls now unfastened their clasps, holding mm. the bras in place. This they did, and the seven tits were exposed. Seven? Seven tits. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there an odd number? Fourteen. Well, there were seven women. <laughs> seven sis. Seven pairs. Seven pairs of tits. Seven tits for seven women. <laughs> <laughs> This they did. What, the seven... Yeah, what's, what's happened to the way he's speaking? <laughs> this they did, and the seven tits were exposed to the delight of the crowd. Bella nodded to Giselle over the theme tune from Diamonds Are Forever. <laughs> <laughs> and shouted, The boys are dribbling big time. Belinda's a genius. Diamonds are forever. <laughs> but it's not a clever plan to be like, Oh, us getting naked made men dribble like... Duh. (laughs) Yeah. Great plan, Belinda. The Hunts girls' breasts were now gyrating freely and the crowd cheered and chanted, Take them off. Take Take them off. off. Classic striptease music filled the air and the lighting dimmed, enhancing the mystery of what was about to happen. So it's full-on lighting and stage spectacular. With only jodhpurs, thongs and long black riding boots left, the excitement was at fever pitch. Fever pitch. (laughs) The Hunts girls stroked their nipples, massaged their thighs and then started to remove each other's long black boots. That's not going to be sexy. There'll be loads of people on chairs and yanking (laughs) boots off. With shoehorns. It'll take about 15 minutes. Taking a welly boot off, and I imagine it's the same with a riding boot, is a nightmare. Seriously, Joan will be like, play the track again. <laughs> Doris. Now totally naked, they were no longer able to hide their seductive vaginas and slowly exited the room. Oh. What? what? <laughs> this is so st- stupid. So the height of this striptease was them getting their big boots off. And the minute they get naked, they just leave. Brilliant. They suddenly like get that, find their modesty again. They're like, oh my, <laughs> I shan't tell you my name, but here's my seductive vagina. So with with just a, a flash of vag, mm. that's all they got. Well, that's all. Yeah, maybe it's more of like a strip tease kind of. You, know, you get a flash, then they're off. Right. That's okay. kind of the traditional way, isn't it? It's a very traditional Xmas all round. The show was over. The crowd enthusiastically clapped and shouted for more, but there was no more. <laughs> That's life. Belinda smiled. It was a great party. It's 5.30. <laughs> it's literally 5.35. A great party. She's microwaved some mulled wine. That wasn't even at the party, technically. And then stripped off with some OAPs. I mean, also, I mean what happened? 
The little closet, the little stationery cupboard. Ah, well. Oh. Belinda smiled. It was a great party, but now she could get down to some real business. Okay. Happy Christmas, everyone, she thought. Oh, finally. Now she says Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Now, where was Peter Rouse in that waiting stationery cupboard? Through dancing employees, Belinda eventually caught sight of Peter. But he was slowly kissing a somewhat drunk and laughing Bella. (laughs) Belinda blinked. (gasps) And that is the end of that chapter. That's not a Merry Xmas. What does that mean, actually, please? Well, like, Belinda can't be surprised if, like, Peter's kissing other women. I mean, he's got a wife. Well, that's... (laughs) But that's the lucky girl, maybe. The new lucky girl. Oh, the one that she needs compensation for. (laughs) All the compensation. Bella needs bringing down a peg or two. But wait a second, when are we? So what does it matter anyway? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this will all be forgotten by the morning. Belinda might never have even been to the horse and jockey with Has Belinda been born yet? What's happening? What year is it? So at some point in the time that Belinda's worked there, this has happened (laughs) and it may or may not have affected how she feels about any of the players. I guess we'll have to find out in book three if it's got any correlation, (laughs) but I'm guessing not. James, do you feel more Christmassy? I really do. I mean, honestly, microwaved mulled wine. (laughs) I now can't wait for our office Christmas party. Oh my God, I've booked the Hunt Sisters or whatever they're called, (laughs) the Hunt Girls. Hunt Girls. It's old money, isn't it? They only want two and threepence. (laughs) Doris and June. They just want a hot meal. (laughs) Anyway, who wants some microwaved mulled wine? (laughs) Me, please. Two Alice's. We're in it. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to come to my house. Oh, wait, we're here. (laughs) Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Xmas. Ho, ho, ho. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.